the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Plan Your Estate Radio with your host, San Jose Estate Planning Attorney Bob Bergman. Bob's been practicing law for over 30 years and is certified by the State Bar of California as a legal specialist in estate planning trust and probate law. Bob is here to help you set your house in order with valuable insights you can use today to prepare a better tomorrow for your loved ones. And now your host for Plan Your Estate Radio, Attorney Bob Bergman. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Bob Bergman here, host of Plan Your Estate Radio. uh, If you're just tuning in for the first time, I'm an estate planning attorney in San Jose, uh, but I serve the greater Bay Area. I do have clients uh, throughout the Bay Area uh, and also south into Santa Cruz and even down in Monterey. Uh, so um, don't let that be a deterrent to having me assist you with your estate planning needs. I'm going to mix it up today and uh, I'm going to be taking a different approach to the show today. Uh, it may work really, really well. It may bomb completely, but that's the beauty of live radio and the beauty of having your own show. You can try things out now and then and see what works and what doesn't work. Now, the first thing I want to let you all know is I have a new website. So if you go to lawbob.com, you'll see an entirely new website, which just went live this uh, earlier this week on Tuesday. And... Uh, If you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, it may have gone live a long time ago. I thought I'd stick that in there, even though you're listening live right now. So what I'm planning to do today, since I'm taking now a different approach to consultations in my practice, uh, starting first initially with a phone call, um, which go which could go from 15 minutes to 45 minutes or so. Um, you can go to my website at lawbob.com, click on the button, book a call, and that will take you into an online calendar, which you'll actually see on the website, where you can pick a day, uh, a date and a time that you want to book that call and follow through with that. And it will put you on my calendar. Uh, You'll be asked to provide um, some information about why you're contacting me. Uh, That could be for estate planning or trust administration or some kind of court petition work or uh, special needs planning for a special needs person. There's a lot of different options when you click and select a, a date and time to talk with me. But uh, one of the things I will do uh, is I will email you a quiz, what I call the planning priorities quiz. And in the future, it might be something that is a requirement before you can actually book a call so that I have some information from you before we talk 
because the more information I can have before we talk, the better we can have a conversation. And the conversation will be pretty much me asking you a bunch of different questions to determine just what it is that you're calling me about and what your concerns are in order to help me determine whether or not I can assist you or not. So what I thought I would do on today's show, and especially since it can be listened to again as a podcast going forward and and replayed again uh, going forward on my show, I'm going to go through that quiz and uh, suggest that you take some time out, if you can, get a piece of paper and a pen or pencil and write down the questions from this quiz and then answer the question for yourself. Now, the answers would be to rate something either as irrelevant to you, meaning it doesn't matter to you at all, as 50-50, meaning that you're kind of like uh, kind of important but not super important, or something that's essential to you, meaning it is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. It's a 10 being the highest. It's essential. So if you kind of sit down and relax, I'm going to take you through this quiz on the air. And uh, when you're done with this quiz, or come back and listen to it later if you miss something, you will basically have all the information that you need to provide to me when you book a call with me. Now, this quiz is specifically focused on estate planning. So it won't apply if you want to contact me about some other matter like uh, an estate administration matter or a court petition or something similar. But it could also apply if you're talking about doing special needs planning for someone. So here is the first question. What is the biggest issue or worry on your mind today? What is the biggest issue or worry on your mind today? And there what I'm talking about is, is there something that's bothering you in the area of estate planning? Is there some concern that you have about your property or your family or the distribution of your property or inheritance in general? What's the biggest issue or worry on your mind today? Next question, how important is it to you that you make decisions for yourself and avoid the living probate? The living probate is what is known as conservatorship. That's where the court appoints someone to take care of your financial affairs and also to take care of medical and health care decisions for you if you can't take care of them yourself. So how is important it is you that you avoid conservatorship, that living probate? Now, after you have passed away, how important is it to you to avoid the probate court system altogether? In other words, is it important to you that your estate and your family avoid probate or having to go through probate. 
uh, probate can sometimes be described as uh, you filing a lawsuit against your own family because they have to go through the court system in order to inherit property, um, kind of like a lawsuit going through the court system. So how important is it to you to avoid the probate court system altogether? Now, if you're a parent and you have minor children, how important is it to you to name backup parents for your minor children, or what are more legally known as guardians, guardians to take care of and raise them, and guardians maybe to handle their inheritance for them if it would otherwise come directly to them. So how important is it to name backup parents or guardians for your minor children? Now, specific bequest. Bequest is a gift made through your estate, um, a gift of real estate or stocks, bonds, mutual funds, personal property, all those kinds of things. And the question here is, do you have any specific assets that you would prefer to earmark for someone in particular? In other words, do you have specific assets that you want to go to specific people? Next question, how important is it to you to provide for charities in your estate plan? Are there charitable organizations that you want to benefit from your estate plan? So when we come back after the first break in the show today, I will continue with more of the planning priorities quiz. Until then, this is attorney Bob Bergman, and I'll continue after the first break today. This is Plan Your Estate Radio with San Jose estate planning attorney Bob Bergman on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, welcome back. I'm going to continue on from the first segment of our show today with more of the planning priorities quiz that I am now using in my estate planning practice. Now, I've been practicing for 40 years now, and there's that saying that You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, not really true. I'm an old dog now, but um, this is a new trick in the sense that it's a new way that I have of approaching the uh, consultation process. And uh, I think it uh, is going to work exceptionally well. It worked very well this morning with the first person who had contacted me through my website Um, booking a call, and uh, what I found was that that we were able to get to the heart of the matter very, very quickly and able to reach a point where uh, the person who called me realized that I could really assist, and the agreement was made to engage my services to assist. And it had a lot to do with the kinds of questions asked in this uh, priorities quiz. So I'm going to um, continue on with this to the next question, uh, 
which deals with federal estate taxes, or what we sometimes call the death tax. And the question is, how important is it to you to reduce federal estate taxes, uh, or what we call the death taxes? Now, probably for most people, that's not important because the exclusion from the death tax is exceptionally high right now, and the likelihood is that... um, a person, uh, most estates are not going to be affected by it. But for some people, um, they may be affected. And for others, they want to make sure that they're planning in case those exclusions change in the future, make sure they have the plan that's going to be able to adjust most easily to that. So how important is it to you to reduce federal estate taxes? Now, the corollary to that is, How important is it to you to minimize capital gains income tax on your estate? Uh, And that can happen actually when uh, property is passed on uh, to the next generation. Um, Things called capital assets, which are uh, assets that... If you sell them, you actually can incur a gain for tax purposes or loss for tax purposes. So how important is it to you to minimize capital gains income tax on your estate? Now, if you're married, how important is it that your estate plan includes remarriage protection? What does that mean? Remarriage protection is basically making sure that if you pass before your spouse, that your share of the property that you owned or and any separate property you may have owned is uh, maybe there for the benefit of your surviving spouse, but it's going to be protected from being passed on to a new spouse or otherwise... Uh, completely spent by the surviving spouse. In other words, you want to make sure that it go to your children, either your joint children, or maybe to your children from a prior marriage or relationship. So how important is it that your estate plan include remarriage protection? If you have a family, how important is it to you that your estate plan include provisions to discourage family squabbles or fights between family members. Um, For example, I have people telling me that they want, I've had people tell me that they want their children to all be serving together as trustees because they've never gotten along. And uh, and if they have to be the trustees after mom dies, then they're going to have to get along. I will tell you, Exactly the opposite will happen. They'll fight even more if you put everybody in charge instead of one person in charge. Um, So a way to discourage that is perhaps to put a third-party professional in charge after you have become incapacitated or die. Um, That would discourage family squabbles because a professional has no dog in the fight. Uh, No axe to grind. Pick your favorite metaphor. 
uh, is not involved in the uh, relationships between the family members. Now, if you have a retirement asset or assets, IRAs, 401k plans, things like that, how important to you is it that you protect the inheritance of those retirement funds? And uh, protect the inheritance uh, could mean uh, both uh, protect the inheritance for, um, for your family members, uh, protect it from being lost. Uh, that could mean providing asset protection for it um, and a number of other things, making sure that it gets to the right people. And in general, asset protection. How important is it to you that you protect the overall inheritance of property by the people you want it to go to? Your heirs, uh, the people who are going to inherit from you. Provide asset protection for that inheritance. Protection from potential loss due to lawsuits or divorcing spouses or any number of other reasons. How important is it to you that you protect that inheritance, um, the general inheritance of the people you want it to go to? If you have a special needs family member or other person that you want to benefit, how important is it that your estate plan include protection for that person with special needs? Um, and that would be uh, typically someone who's disabled in some way, maybe getting government assistance. And you want to make sure that you don't interfere with that government assistance or make sure that they would be eligible for assistance in the future and not have that messed up by receiving an inheritance in the wrong way. And in a similar vein, how important is it to you to protect someone from using an inheritance to support to support a substance or other abuse problem? A gambling addict, drug addict, alcoholic, things like that. So how important is it that your estate plan uh, protects someone from using an inheritance to support a, a habit abuse problem. Okay, we're coming up on the uh, second break at the bottom of the hour. I will continue after this break and wrap up the priorities uh, quiz, the planning priorities quiz. So I'll talk with you after the break. This is attorney Bob Bergman, host of Plan Your Estate Radio. Thank you for listening to the show and we'll finish up in the next two segments. Now, back to Plan Your Estate Radio with attorney Bob Bergman. Hi, welcome back. Well, I want to let you know here that this approach that I'm taking with the planning priorities quiz uh, is subject to change. Uh, as, I, as I was going through the quiz, I realized uh, I actually added a couple of questions that are not in my current quiz. And uh, I may be removing some questions. As time goes, this will evolve. And uh, eventually I will have, uh, I may shorten it to just um, a half a dozen or so kind of questions and may make it a priority for, uh, or prerequisite rather, 
to booking a call with me um, so that you at least have to answer some of these things for yourself uh, before getting on the phone to talk with me. Um, I can say that having a talk with me about these kinds of things can be very beneficial for you, um, but at the same time, as I'm sure you can appreciate, my time is limited. Uh, I have time I have to spend meeting with clients, uh, drafting estate plans, uh, doing all kinds of things in my practice. So the time that I have available to just talk with people uh, is limited. And uh, so I want to make sure that when I talk with someone, I have as much information as I need to intelligently uh, discuss their situation on the phone, uh, because otherwise it, it could be wasteful of my time and wasteful of your time as well. Um, and, and so I'm trying to uh, be efficient while at the same time being compassionate. Um, I am a good listener. I think you'll find my clients will, will tell you that, uh, yeah, Bob's a good listener and Bob is good at reflecting back what our concerns are. And, uh, and the other thing is Bob really cares. Um, if you've been listening for the last couple of years, uh, hopefully that has come through in my shows. Um, I'm passionate about what I do as an estate planning attorney, and, uh, and I enjoy helping people. I enjoy solving these problems for families. I enjoy uh, just kind of taking charge and, and making sure that things get done. So I want to make sure um, that if you decide that you want to book a call with me, um, that you're going to come in and know ahead of time that I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. And they may spring off of the answers to this priority quiz that I'm relating to on my show today. I just have a couple more questions for the quiz. Um, and the first one is, how important is it to you to provide lifetime care for your pets if you have pets? Um, it is possible to provide for that in an estate plan. Some people have very strong attachments with their pets. Uh, for some people, their children are their pets or their pets are their children. So that would be another question I would ask of you. And then finally, just a general question, what is the size of your estate? And then also, at this point in time, ask yourself if you have any additional comments or clarification of any of the answers that you may have given um, that you would want to provide to me. Now, if you've gone through this quiz, or if you go back and listen to the show again on the podcast, which is available at kdow.biz.biz, you will um, be prepared to actually book a call with me through my website. As I indicated at the beginning of the show, my website uh, has been completely redesigned and is a new website um, which gives the ability to actually 
get some information, but more importantly, to book a call with me to discuss um, your planning needs or whatever the needs are that you have in the area of estate planning, trust, and probate law. That is the approach I'm taking now. Um, there's only one of me to handle things right now. That may change going forward. I may expand my practice in the future to include at least one other attorney working with me. That remains to be seen. Right now, it's uh, me as a solo practitioner, and uh, I get everything done on my own, which means that nothing is handed off to anybody else uh, to do. It is, um, it is going to, um, it is going to um, evolve as time goes on. My practice will evolve and uh, may get more involved as time goes on. But right now, I handle everything in my practice. So that kind of concludes the, the uh, planning priorities quiz, which, uh, which would enable you to kind of prepare for a meeting with me. I am taking on new clients continuously. So don't worry about that. Uh, don't worry about whether or not I'll have time to meet with you or talk with you. Um, I am constantly uh, signing off plans, drafting new plans, designing new plans, meeting with new people all the time. It's a continuous thing. So don't worry about whether or not I'll be able to talk with you or meet with you. Uh, if I'm not and we talk, I'll certainly let you know up front um, so that there's uh, no misunderstanding. I am available for these calls. The call can be an actual phone call. Uh, we can structure it so that it is a virtual call where we do a Zoom-type meeting. So you can see and talk with me face-to-face. -face. That's fine, too. Um, it's possible it could also be uh, the call could actually be in person in my office. And, uh, and if you would like to have it be in person in my office, put that information uh, in the comments when you book the call that you'd like to meet in my office or that you'd like to meet virtually online. And I can make sure and uh, get a map with directions to you uh, or get uh, the information to log in to have an online virtual meeting. As time goes forward, I will be configuring things so that you can select uh, that type of meeting in the future. I may have uh, three different buttons on, on my website, one for a call, one for a, a virtual call, and one for an in-person meeting. Um, and that's something I need to work out going forward. But I uh, just want to let you know I'm going to structure things in such a way that the best and most effective way for you to talk with me and meet with me will be available to you going forward. So that's all with the, um, with the quiz for today. Um, I will take calls now if you'd like to call in 800-516-1220. That's 
12.20. But um, for now, I'm going to finish the rest of the show today going through the, uh, the usual format I have, which is questions and comments from around the state of California. So uh, let's see what we've got here. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Now we'll move that one to one side. I had some questions set aside here, and I'm not sure where they went. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Does Proposition 16... I think they mean Proposition 19, which was just passed. Get rid of Proposition 58 in regards to transfers between child and parent. Um, proposition 58 is actually um, a law in effect that says the transfers between a parent and child of real estate um, are not subject to reassessment. Now, they're not subject to reassessment under Proposition 58 before February 16th of 2021. By that I mean if the transfer took place before that date, then it is not subject to reassessment for personal residence of any assessed value, for other real estate, of a total assessed value of up to $1 million per parent. But Proposition 19, not 16, changed the law dramatically, and any transfers that are taking place now that were not transfers that actually took place before February 16th, like a parent died before that date, for example. That's when the transfer is considered to have taken place. Well, transfers in that regard are actually now treated completely differently than transfers prior to February 16th of this year. And uh, since we're coming up on a hard break, I'm going to continue on a discussion of what this is and try and lay out what the current state of the law is in reference to transfers between parents and children of real estate. So when we come back after the break, I will likely wrap up the show talking about that very issue and maybe whether there's some relief on the horizon for those of us facing situations like that. This is Attorney Bob Bergman, and I'll get back with you for the final segment of the show after this final commercial break. Now, back to Plan Your Estate Radio. Once again, your host, estate planning trust and probate law specialist, attorney Bob Bergman. Hi, welcome back. I, I'm going to continue with the discussion of Proposition 19 and Proposition 58. Um, Proposition 19 that took effect in February 16th of this year, 2021, basically changed all the rules for transfers between parents and children and their children involving real estate. Under the current law, if you transfer property either 
now while you're alive or it's transferred at death to your children. This is real property, real estate. It will be 100% reassessed for the property taxes if the property is not your personal residence. So a rental property, vacant land, a commercial building, um, you know, single family homes, duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes, apartment buildings, all those things that are real estate. If it's California real estate, it will now be 100% reassessed by the assessor in the county where it's located if it's transferred to a child or children now, either what we call an inter vivos transfer, meaning you transfer while you're alive to someone else who's alive, or if it's a transfer because you have died and now it's being distributed to that child or children. Um, that is the general rule. Now, an exception to the rule has to do with the transfer of your personal residence. If you have a personal residence that are, is going to your child or children, there can be an exclusion from reassessment if the following conditions are met. Number one, it has to be your personal residence. Number two, the value of the property when transferred, the market value, cannot be greater than the current assessed value plus $1 million. If it is greater than that amount, the excess amount will be reassessed on the property and will add to the assessed value of the property. For example, if you own your house and it has an assessed value of $200,000 because you've owned it for a long, long time, but now it's worth $1.1 million, well, then, if you were to die now and pass it to your child or children, um, it could be excluded from reassessment. If it was worth $1.4 million, then that's $200,000 more than the original assessed value plus a million dollars. And so $200,000 would be added uh, to the assessed value of the property, giving a new assessed value of $400,000. But there's one more major issue. In order to avoid the reassessment, you have to have a child or children actually occupy your residence as their own personal residence, which means they can't keep your personal residence as a rental property. If, that's, if no one's going to occupy it, 100% reassessment of the property taxes. Plus, let's say a child does move in and make it their personal residence. If the child moves out later than under Prop 19, as it's being interpreted, the property would be subject to 100% reassessment at that time because it no longer fulfills the conditions to avoid reassessment, namely that the child occupies the property as their personal residence. As you might imagine, this is a mess. And right now, I think there's at least one bill going through uh, Sacramento to uh, basically delay implementation 
of Prop 19 for one or maybe even two years so that families can actually do family planning with their uh, rental properties, their commercial properties that might be used in a family business. That's a big one right there. Uh, I have clients, for example, that own um, motels. That's a family business. And, and under the law, as it's constituted now, when the parent dies, the motel will be 100% reassessed or the building that holds the machine shop or the auto repair shop or, or the factory that the family uses and has used for 30, 40, 50 years, that would be reassessed. So um, the other thing is there may be plans right now um, to get on the ballot a, uh, a new proposition to repeal the uh, exclusion from reassessment uh, changes that were made by Proposition 19. So um, we have to wait and see just whether or not this will all pan out, whether the legislature will help people or not, or whether uh, the voters will go back and repeal parts of Prop 19 that are really, really going to be a burden on families. Well, we're coming up on the end of the show today. I hope it was informative for you, and I hope it has uh, encouraged you to go back and listen to the show again uh, on the podcast at kdow.biz.biz, uh, and also consider booking a call with me so we can discuss how I might be able to solve the issues that you're facing in your estate with your property, with your family, concerns about your family and heirs. So this is attorney Bob Bergman. Hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk with you next week. You've been listening to Plan Your Estate Radio with estate planning attorney Bob Bergman. For more information on today's program or to schedule a consultation, visit lawbob.com, L-A-W-B-O-B, lawbob.com, or call his office in San Jose, 408-247-0444. That's 408-247-0444. And be sure to tune in next week for more Plan Your Estate Radio with attorney Bob Bergman. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of this station and are for informational purposes only and should not be construed to be legal, financial, or tax advice. Seek appropriate legal advice regarding your particular situation. Attorney Bob Bergman does not offer any guarantees with regard to the outcome of your legal matter. Prior results in other cases do not guarantee a similar outcome in your case. All rights reserved.